Welcome to Soul Crush, a podcast dedicated to sexuality, spirituality, and sharing stories that soothe, inspire, and break the soul. In this season, I'll be co-hosting with David Wagner, an amazing teacher and author, and we're going to focus on the different spiritual teachings from India and the aspects of yoga that sometimes get missed. It's called the Power of Love Season, and we are just so excited to share lots of stories and teachings with you that we've learned from all the people we've worked with over these years, from all of our trainings and the work we've been doing both on ourselves and out in the world. So grab yourself a cup of tea and have a listen, and let us know what you think. Welcome to Soul Crush. Hey, everybody. I'm Adriana. I'm David. And this is the Power of Love School edition. Yeah. We're in school. Back to school. Back to school. Soul school. So today we want to talk to you a little bit about the inner and the outer life and the worlds that live in us and the world that lives outside of us, the connection and the, the transference between the two. Yeah, there's this kind of split with people who, you know, some people really have their inner life together, but their outer life is a mess. And lots of people that have their outer life quite squared away, but they don't have much of an inner life or no inner life or their inner life is a mess. And it's just an interesting topic that we were talking about. and We wanted to talk about it a little bit with you. Yeah. One of the things that comes up a lot for people when they're going through different transitionary phases and I think awakenings that at least in my experience happen again and again and that parts of us... And you mean like spiritual people. Spiritual people, yeah, yeah, for sure. And what happens when parts of us need to die and how to really work with caring for those parts and how that has how that has an effect you know on the rest of our lives and I think when we embark on a spiritual path or we've just been on a spiritual path for a long time where we're just consistently keeping up with what's really true in our hearts and in our souls it's going to require the world around us to also shift and to make adjustments accordingly to what we're experiencing and the thing is, and you know, I teach about this a lot, and you've definitely heard me teach about this, but I feel like the Indian scriptures, you know, like the old scriptures, whether they're Indian or, you know, whatever tradition they come from. Yeah. But especially the Indian ones that so much of our yoga thing is based on. Yeah. They miss this huge thing that is like central to modern life. A, a couple of huge things. But one of the huge things is how complicated our lives are yeah. compared to the lives of men in medieval India. <laughs> you know, when when the scriptures were written, yeah. you know, they didn't have any choices to make. Mm-hmm. Not much. You know, like their job, whether or not they were married, whether or not they were heterosexual, whether or not they were, you know, male or female. They didn't have to make any of those choices. And for the most part, their lives were pretty circumscribed. 
and their needs were pretty well taken care of. Even if they were poor, even yeah. if they had that kind of uncertainty, that uncertainty was even happening in this very set thing. Now, today, nothing is set. Right. And so we have, you know, multiple long-term relationships and multiple careers and multiple, we don't just live in our village. We don't just, you know, stay with our race. We have multiple stages on the spectrum of sexuality, so many things. And so I think that that's one of the reasons why sometimes we can have this thing where people spend all this time meditating and doing all this inner work, but their life is still so fucked. Yeah. I was just thinking about in and how it was when these scriptures came out and thinking about Tantra and how the scriptures of like, you know, that a yogi's path is about liberation, about liberation from our bondage and worldly success. Like I was reading on Harisha's page or something, this, mm. this, some scripture that says that. Mm. And, you know, that's and the I'm tantric, curious. That's the tantric yoga now page on Facebook from uh, Christopher Wallace. And I feel like that is such the growing edge for everybody in, in this, even people that I think, I guess it's, we can only talk about privileged people to a certain extent, but I also feel like that, I mean, even our friends in India that have, you know, there is this inner experience that I think we're all really longing to have on the outside as well in the context of our work and in the context of our lives where it's not just something that we're going through inside, but it's something that we really can, can relate to on the outside. Yeah. Well, I think it's got two, two different levels to it. One of the levels is that, that, yeah, like, let's see if we can move beyond, you know what I always say, like in yoga, you know, we have the koshas, the sheaths and, you know, the anamaya kosha, the body is the outermost one. And, you know, I add another one, which I call the karma maya kosha, which is our life yeah. and all of our karma. You made that up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You just make shit up. Yeah. But, I mean, it's so, but it's so true because it's like they <laughs> yeah. don't talk about it and it's like the most totally. obvious thing. So part of it is like, yes, let's let our yoga extend out into the karma maya kosha so that our life reflects, you know, our deepest values and mm-hmm. our attainments and all of that. Yes. And I think that also we have to look at it from the point of view of, you know, people that are listening to this and people that are, you know, walking these intense paths are are modern day shaman. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean, you know, like South American lineage, whatever plant medicine. I, I don't mean shaman. I mean shaman in the universal sense of the word, just in that, you know, they're not here to have a normal life. Mm hmm. And yes, let's learn how to deal with our money and have good relationships and all of those things. And chances are we weren't born to have all of that just easy yeah. and set up. Because we all know that there's this thing where there's people that have all of that set up. You know, probably people in your families or, you know, yeah. classmates that, you know, just grow up and got married and live in the suburbs mm-hmm. and have a job and have insurance and mm-hmm. all of that outer stuff is set. But maybe they don't even know themselves at all. 
yeah. on the inside. Yeah. And then, you know, we know so many people that are healers or yogis or spiritual people mm. that, you know, they, they do know who they are. Yeah. And they're learning who they are. And that's the important thing to them. And then it's a matter of getting those outer things put together. But yeah, and bringing health to those things. And yeah. I think it's being able to look at. And it's how I feel like as sensitive, you know, empaths and just people that really care about the And world. narcissists. I got to represent the narcissist. <laughs> yeah, too, if we're going to talk about the, <laughs> the empath. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, sensitive narcissists. The... <laughs> I can't. We're not talking about that in this episode, but we can explore that some other time. But I'm just going to leave that for now. Um, we always have what... <laughs> arguments about who's the empath and who's the narcissist. When you have both tendencies. That's like a big problem I run to in general that I talk about in therapy all the time. Like, well, if you're really sensitive, like I can morph into understanding any mental illness. So like, what do I do? Like, I really have to know who I am. That's the answer. But anyway, anyway. Um, that sidetrack. But, you know, the, the sense of burden that I think we feel when we are, you know, born into a lifetime where maybe we've spent many lifetimes in spiritual, you know, like as nuns in monasteries or, you know, and then we're born into this lifetime to have families and have businesses and do all these things that maybe we've never had to do. And we only had to care about God. And it almost seems like many of us have that. I know myself and you and a lot of the people we work with do that. Then that part of us that just wants to love God and just wants to be devoted is like a burden or it becomes something that is like, um, a handicap, a handicap, like yeah. something that makes us like, yeah, like unable to do these other things. And I think that it it's it's the part of the process to yeah. really work with. How does that part of you actually then fuel and support, you know, yeah. your learning of how to have better relationships or you're learning how to work with your money or, you know, that um that all that whole experience of then being in the world, you know, in a way that's yeah. going to be more. Um, useful to to others for sure and and that's the thing is that people and, and this is my my I guess my main thing that I want to communicate for people that are listening is how sometimes we can lay this guilt trip on ourselves or a shame trip like if we don't know how to deal with taxes or deal with these worldly things and you know we can feel like well if I really had my shit together on the inside, wouldn't I have a better life on the outside? It's like, yeah, you might, but it, it might just also be that that is not going to be your strong suit in this lifetime. But people who have that inner knowing have something that is so valuable because, and I was just talking to uh, a young woman who's, gonna have a baby and she's you know worried about the stuff that we get worried about you know financial security and you know all of that kind of certainty and you know this is someone that has done a lot of work in themselves and is very clear about who she is and I just said to her I said look you could be a good mom in a refugee camp mm-hmm. if you had to be mm-hmm. and that's the thing is to that I just want the people that mm. are the spiritual people to really value that attainment that they have, mm-hmm. but not rest on it either. Yeah. Because we do, I think that there is this vision that 
is a good one to hold that we have that full spectrum yeah. attainment. You know, we have that full spectrum evolution yeah. where, you know, we do have our shit together to some extent on the outside mm-hmm. so that that inner part can shine through. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, for sure. And how we can use that, you know, as a, as a way to, I think that is such a root foundation and depending on where we're at, you know, maybe those outer things came really easy to you in your life and you're just like so hungry for substance and so hungry for meaning and hungry to know how to like really connect to yourself and to other people, you know? And I think in either case, it's like, it's, it's almost obvious in a certain way, like if we look at our lives but we have to do it honestly, you know, what needs that energy and especially those that are, have some sense of connection and, and some sense of spirit and some sense of flow in that inner way, really just, it takes a lot of courage to just be willing to look in the areas where that energy isn't flowing. And I think that when we do that, there's yeah. a different opportunity, but there's also usually wounding there. And there's yeah. good reasons why we don't want to look there because there's pain. But, you know, feeling that in, in through this process is, is part of what, or even feeling the anxiety that arises when we go into these things with purpose, we can really learn how to work with the energies of this stuff and even allowing our anxiety or our grief, you know, to be something that cleanses these areas of our lives and cleanses these parts of us to be more clear reflections of that divinity and that light that we all hold. It's actually a proven thing that when Mm. we're in pain, our IQ goes down. Mm. And the thing is, is like when you're struggling or someone else is struggling, you know, it's so easy to judge, you know, if they're not doing well, if they're, you know, being stupid, you know, however they or you are being stupid in a given moment. And so often the case is that if you look, there's pain there. Yeah. And, you know, it's not that somebody is stupid, it's that they're in pain. Mm -hmm. And it's not that you're stupid, it's that, like Adriana was saying, you know, there might be some wound there, Mm. you know, that needs to be healed. And it's not just a matter of trying harder, being more disciplined, get your shit together, you know, like that. But it's actually like, well, there's a reason why that's such a struggle for a whole lifetime for you to to be on time or, you know, one of these like time and space kind of realities that a lot of spiritual people deal with. Mm -hmm. And similarly, you know, we can so easily judge the, the muggles, (laughs) you know, and like people that have all of those outer things together, but have the floppy inner life, but there too, you know, yeah. chances are they're not just, you know, spiritually stupid because they're stupid, but chances are there's some kind of like pain there. There's some kind of like fear, trauma there that keeps them from, from going inside. Yeah, totally. I love that. And I feel like I've been thinking so much about just so what were you, what were you being gonna- the teachers of, you know, being the teachers in our lives, you know, and really kind of owning whatever it is that you have come into in this inner way, part of really owning that and sitting in that is to really be willing to share with the people around us and, and what, what that looks like. Like, what does it look like to, you know, be 
supported to you, you know, and how can you kind of like one of the ways I think of bridging these like inner experiences and the people around us or the outer world is to really be teachers and teachers of whatever it is that you've healed within yourself and continue to kind of delve deeper and deeper into going into like what you were saying, David, of like these different places in us that have some pain that want to be felt. And when it's felt, there's so much freedom that's inside of that experience. It's just oftentimes scary to kind of lean in that direction. So we need support. But when we do, then we kind of become like masters of these different areas that we used to really suffer and struggle in. And I think that then we can really show one another like this is this is what it means to, you know, be connected in this way without even necessarily telling them, but just by by living in that freedom that I think comes when we're devoted to healing in this way, not as a burden, but healing as like a path of fucking awesomeness. Yeah. So in future episodes, we would love to take some of this time and answer questions and comments. So we will definitely give you an opportunity to ask us questions that we can um, respond to here, not necessarily answer your questions like we know everything, but um, give us some jumping off points for conversation. Yeah. But that's what we wanted to share for today. Yeah. So sending you all lots of blessings and wherever you're at on that spectrum. You know, if you're trying to get your outer thing together, if you're trying to get your inner thing together, just understand that it's all good and Mm. and yoga helps all of it. Yeah. And it's not meant to be done alone. Yeah, for sure. All right. So much love. Thank you all so much for joining us today. We'd love to hear what you would like to learn more about from the yoga tradition as we'll be focusing on all the different aspects of yoga um, in the coming season here. So we would love to have you in any of our trainings. We have an online training starting this week. It's called the Power of Love Inner Yoga Teacher Training. And it's a 10-week training where you get some one-on-one work and we'll be teaching all about mantra and meditation and traditional kundalini. And all different um, sacred texts from the Yoga Sutras to the Vijnana Bhairava Tantra uh, to the Bhagavad Gita and really helping you bridge the gap between the spiritual teachings and your life and your experience of life. So we would love to have you there. You can find more information on our Instagram accounts, Art of Loving and David H. Wagner, um, or you can Find the training directly at artoflovingyou.com slash trainings. Send us an email, leave us a rating on iTunes, and share this with your friends if you feel inspired. Sending you all blessings for this full moon and sending you all lots and lots of love.